The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast where your shortcut to being informed. This episode of Squiz Shortcuts will give you the background to one of the most commonly used phrases in the news, climate change. It's a big one and there's plenty we could focus on and of course plenty of politics involved. We'll steer clear of the politics in this podcast though and rather take you through what climate change means and why it's a problem, what the world has agreed to do about it, Australia's position and where the biggest emitters the US and China are at. Squiz Shortcuts is your shortcut to more than the headlines. I'm Kate Watson. And I'm Claire Kimball. We're going to start by getting a bit scientific, Claire, because there's no point in talking about climate change if we don't understand what climate is. So possibly the most important point to make is that climate is distinct from weather. When we talk about climate change, we aren't talking about one hot summer, floods or even drought. We're talking about long-term trends that in the case of climate change show a change to the pattern of weather occurring over long periods of time. Over to you, Professor Kimball, on how the climate works. (laughs) I've got my lab coat on. (laughs) I'm ready to go. So how our climate works is that energy comes down from the sun. A good part of that energy is then deflected straight back into space by Earth's atmosphere. We're talking about clouds clouds, the land mass, ice, water surfaces, the oceans, that sort of thing. But a lot of energy is also absorbed. That's returned to space as heat. But some of that heat is captured by gases in our atmosphere. They're called greenhouse gases. We've heard about those. Yeah. We're talking about gases like carbon dioxide, methane and water vapour. They then radiate that energy downward, back downward to Earth, which is something called the greenhouse effect. Now, it's easy to think that the greenhouse effect is something really negative. That's kind of how we grew up. But the Earth would be 33 degrees cooler if we didn't have that greenhouse effect, which would make the Earth inhabitable. So that's really how our climate works. I think that you nailed it. (laughs) I'm happy with that. So there is no doubt that the climate has been changing for all of time. And much of this due to natural processes that you've described and things like the sun's radiation, volcanoes, etc. However, generally these days when we talk about climate change and what to do about it, we're talking about the human impacts on the climate and the potential threats. Given this is the debate that dominates the news cycle, this is where we'll focus next. Looking across the past 8,000 years, the Earth's climate has been fairly stable, Claire. But if we look at the last two decades or so, the Earth's surface temperature has been increasing at a more rapid rate. Data from the Australian Academy of Science and the International Panel on Climate Change suggests that the last decade has been the warmest decade since the 1850s. And 1850s really is a bit of a benchmark because when we look at what's happened in society in that time, it's really the industrial revolution Mm. and this industrial age that we live in now. So we've got more than a hundred and a bit years of industrial age pumping out more carbon dioxide particularly, also the growth of agriculture and more methane in the atmosphere. What has happened is that adding that carbon dioxide to the atmosphere has happened faster than it can be taken up by the land and biosphere and oceans and carbon sinks and forests and all that sort of stuff. So what do all these changes mean for the planet? So when you look at exactly why this matters, climate change and particularly global warming has the potential to touch everything. We're talking about human health, agriculture, food security, the water supply, the environment more broadly, how diverse our plant and animal ecosystems are, so many others. It just has really wide implications. 
So I guess the question begs here for a lot of people, if the effects of the industrial age on the climate are settled, why is there still so much discussion about whether the way we live is impacting the climate? Well, certainly it seems that settling the science, I mean, science has never settled, but in terms of getting broad acceptance for the facts, that's come a long way in the last year or so. It's come a long way in the last five years. Uh, And it was interesting to read a note that the scientific consensus that humans are causing global warming is likely to have passed about 99% of -hmm. consensus. So that's a really interesting change. But the debate among the sceptics really focuses on a couple of things. One is, have humans really impacted climate change. Some people are still debating that. And for those who believe that there is such a thing as human impact on climate change, how much have they contributed to that? We'll get to the sceptics later, Claire, but it's for all these reasons that most nations are now moving to act on the effects of climate change. In this next section, we'll look at what the world has agreed to do about it. There's a long history of the world looking to act on climate change, but the latest and most widely referenced climate agreement is the Paris Agreement. This agreement was made in 2015. It came into force in 2016 and it currently has 185 countries, including Australia, signed up. Together, they make up the vast majority of the world's emissions. Give us the lowdown on what has been agreed, Claire. Very simply, we'll make it very simple. We can get into the that's what we try to do. Very simple. Uh, What the Paris Climate Agreement aims to do is to keep global temperature rises this century to well below two degrees above those pre-industrial levels. The idea, though, is to try and cap it really at that one point five degree level, and it's currently at zero point eight degrees. That's correct. Zero point eight degrees globally, about one degree in Australia. So, what is Australia's commitment? So as you said, Australia is signed up to that Paris Climate Agreement. It's the coalition government's policy, and we're we're talking about the coalition, of course, because they're the government in power at the moment. They have agreed to reduce emissions by 26 to 28% on 2005 levels by 2030. So they're going to reduce emissions by between 26 to 28% on 2005 levels, that by 2030. Gotcha. This was a big issue in the federal election of which, as you mentioned, the coalition led by Scott Morrison won. What is the government's policy to achieve this? So what the coalition government is doing is look at things like upping renewable energy output, improving energy productivity, investing in things like clean energy technology, and there's also funding for a range of agencies that actually oversee all of that and make it work. There are obviously critics of the government's policies and positions. That's part and parcel of being a government. On both sides of the fence, those who are sceptical of the effects of climate change and those who would like to see the government do more. Yeah, there's a bunch of people who really haven't subscribed to the theory that humans impact on climate change or don't impact as much as people say. Uh, And then there's others who really are critical about the pace of which governments are attacking this problem. Not going quick enough, not going far enough. So it's safe to say that, of course, here in Australia, this will continue to be a big political issue uh, also across the world. And that's probably a good segue to our final segment of this podcast, which is having a look at the world's biggest emitters. We're talking about the US and China. US President Donald Trump has said that America will pull out of the Paris Agreement as soon as it can, which is late next year. The US emits 18% of the world's greenhouse gas, just shy of China on 20%. Why is he pulling out? 
So a couple of things about Donald Trump and his approach. There is a scepticism there. He's been quite clear about that. That, of course, comes from that sort of Republican end of politics and he's very much played to that during his presidency and in the campaign leading up to that. Also, we know about Donald Trump. He's pulled the US out of a range of agreements that Barack Obama and others had signed up to. He just doesn't think they're good deals for the US. And that's just not on climate change, on many things. Yeah, defence, weapons, all sorts of things, yeah. And where is China at? So China is a signatory to the Paris Climate Agreement. Uh, It, though, is working through those forums, which are very much led by the United Nations around how it actually gets its greenhouse gas emissions down. It's the world's biggest source of greenhouse gas emissions, so it's a big issue for the world that China does actually try and get it down if we're going to try and hit those targets, particularly around capping uh, global warming at that 1.5 degree level. Each episode of Squeeze Shortcuts, we try to give listeners a recommendation on some further reading, listening, watching. This is a a huge topic, so you've got one today, Claire. Yeah, the Australian Academy of Science has some really great resources on climate change. It's quite technical, but it's also quite accessible. It's not too brainiac stuff. Uh, I like that. It's really, really interesting as well just to get the basics. I hope everyone's got an image of Claire with her lab coat and her goggles (laughs) and her Bunsen burner. That's exactly what she looks like right now. Oh, yeah. It's hot. (laughs) Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Squeeze Shortcuts. There's a written version of this up on our website also. If you are enjoying these shortcuts, please leave us a review. And as always, if you have an idea for a shortcut, don't hesitate to reach out to us at hello at thesqueeze.com.au. What I find tends to happen is the more informed you are, the more questions you have, which may be the case with this one, I think. Yeah, chuck them at us. We'll have a go. We'll have a go. Until next time.